and Matt. We're an interracial couple with two kids wanting to do something that highlights the power of friendship and what it means to be in the company of true friends. We're going to move our society away and out of the loneliness epidemic and into a friendlier, happier world. Welcome to our friendly world. Better, stronger, together. Stop it. Are you serious? Hello? No. So you're saying, no, what about Legally Blonde? She takes a trip. Damn, she does. She does. She does. Ah. All right. How about Love Actually? See, that's too many stories. You got to pick a story. All right. See, pick, that's like I don't know. trying to grade a novel. Ugh. Right? Dude, one guy does take a trip. He goes to Portugal. I hate that you're right. Okay, guys. So what we're talking about, uh, Matt and I have been talking about stories and how every story comes to one one thing like one what do you call it what do you even call two this basic thing? plots so the basic plot that comes into every story like well, this is just what matt and i have been riffing on is something that you said what was his name john gardner a Grisham. writer wait no you said gardner yes not grisha all right so the whole idea is that this one writer said every story every plot line comes to every story comes to this point comes to two plot lines. Two plot lines. One of two plot lines. A stranger rides into town. A person goes on a journey. What does this have to do with friendship? Hold on. We'll get around to that. But so we're talking about that and it, it's I, I'm in disbelief because any story I pop out with, like I'll I'll take out of my hat. Gosh, it totally goes to that. A stranger rides into town or a person goes on a journey. When you first said journey, I thought, oh, okay, a trip, right? I'm like, not everyone takes a trip. That is true. But a journey is definitely different. Yes. It, it can be anything. It doesn't have to be in the physical realm. Right. Like you literally wander into a martial arts class. Or... <sighs> Every story comes to that, you guys. It's really a trip, if you will. Well, I think you could construct a story that didn't, but you'd have to work at it. Well, you, excuse me, you just said you could not, and now that we're amongst friends... Super really boring story. <gasps> How rude. <laughs> I could construct a super boring story that did not have any journeys and didn't have any strangers. You just told me that that was not possible before our friends were listening. Oh, now you're quiet. Oh, my God. So anyway, hi, everybody. Welcome to our friendly world. Hello. <laughs> Today, we are talking about the art of the story and how stories shape our lives. And there are, there are, hmm, where do I start? We were looking at these different ways stories are told, and we're obsessed with stories right now because, just because I'm working on children's books and we've been talking to authors and illustrators and, and just yes. immersed in that world but matt has always been immersed in that world right honey you've always been so what's the word for it passionate mythology has always fascinated me for sure and that's where a lot of these kind of paradigms i guess come from traditional classical stories epic of gilgamesh he takes a trip Hold on, don't get ahead of us. Don't get ahead. Hold on a second. But dude takes a trip. So a stranger rides into town. 
a person goes on a journey. So here's my question, bringing it to friendship. So we also walked into this whole area where different artists, different authors get into different plot lines and saying that the story has to have this kind of up and down situation, right? Well, this is the University of Vermont actually processed 1,700 stories from Project Gutenberg. I mean, it's, I mean, also the classes I'm taking, that's what they're teaching us. And they're deriving their same knowledge based on this because this is literally Project Gutenberg, by the way, if you haven't actually gone there, is pretty flippin' awesome. You can just pull a copy of Alice in Wonderland or Alice's Adventures Through the Looking Glass. I always get confused. But like classic tales that have passed to the public domain, Project Gutenberg has archived them and you can just download them and read them to your heart's content. Wow. Yeah, Does that mean we can awesome. do anything we want with them? University of Vermont took them and processed them through. Okay. <laughs> so where I'm studying, they're always looking for the inciting incident, right? What was the inciting incident that led to this formation, this transformation in this story? Right. What was the, the inciting incident in your life? Yes. Like what was the pivotal moment? Right. Right. And so we we started to look at these different things and we have, instead of like 17,000, we chose the one with a six. So here are, here they are. Number one is rags to riches, which has a steady rise. Would you say a steady rise in conflict? What's the rise? No. It's about... You, you start in the lowest of the low place and you end up in the highest of the high place. Now you can take a look at like a, a piece of quote-unquote classic literature, which I'm sure now is like heinous. But if you take a look at, God help me, I'm about to say this, The Good Earth by Pearl S. Buck, which is a little cringeworthy because it deals with kind of uh, China, but not written by somebody who was Chinese, so God knows how accurate or not accurate it is. If you omit the last chapter, it's literally this arc of this family that's just, they keep no, I'm sorry. They actually don't keep because there is a low point. But this is it's slow but steady arc up. You know what? I just feel like, OK, I'm going to read the rest. But I, I feel like any of these is open to interpretation. But uh, OK, let's just go on. Number two, riches to rags, which is a steady fall is how you described it, which is just a depressing story to read, I suppose. Riches to rags. Again, it depends on. Oh, I'll get into it later. So then you have Icarus? Yes. Uh, number three is the Icarus. Rise and then a fall. Then you have number four is Oedipus. Oedipus. You have a fall, a rise, and a fall. Number five is a Cinderella one, which is a rise, a fall, and a rise. Then number six is... Why is everything like men, men, man in a hole, a person in a hole, which is the fall and then a rise. Now, here's my thing. It depends where you start your story. It depends on how and where you end it. Can I talk? <laughs> it depends. Sorry. It depends where you start your story. It also depends on how we narrate or how we view our stories. And now by stories, I'm talking about our lives. There's always the art of the story and how they shape our lives. It's the way we think about them. It's the way we perceive these stories. It's the way we talk about them. It's where we choose to focus on, right? True. So anyone, like if I have one particular chapter in my life, 
I can have it be rags to riches in that one tiny minute area of time where it could be riches to rags it could be icarus it could be all these things bringing it to friendship though i was wondering are there different types of friends kind of like i see them like as angels these different plots or storylines in life there may be one steady friend that rides with you through all these different stages the steady rise or the steady fall the rise and then a fall a fall a rise and a fall all that stuff right Could there be one person that's with you throughout all these things and is the number three friend that we talk about, the number three that just loves you no matter what? And how do we know if they are there? How do we know? Because we may not be aware of them or even notice them. Like I always say, it could be a squirrel, (laughs) which could be depressing, you know, because you want a person person to talk to. But I'm just saying, could there be a force along the way? Like last night... We didn't want to watch the whole thing, but when you went to bed, you know, the girls and I stay up on the weekends to like, like every day, but yes, go ahead. No, not every day. Well, okay. Maybe every day (laughs) since the pandemic for sure. (laughs) It's our bonding time, honestly, because so much has been going on in the world. It's our time to get a big sleeping bag, sit on our tiny couch together and huddle up and go, what is happening in the world? We'll look at like funny comedians talking about what happened. It's just a stress reliever for us. It's a way to laugh at things that are tragic. Right. But you know, not that you should be laughing at tragic things, but Obviously, it's affecting us and affecting the kids on... Well, it's a way of releasing the tension around a traumatic event, for sure. And it's a way to check in and be shoulder to shoulder and go, look, we're not alone. You know, let's look at it this way or let's move through this or let's at least let's talk about it. That's the most important thing is... Talking about it. Just because you can't solve somebody's problem doesn't mean you can't talk and go through it with them and offer them some advice even if they choose to ignore it or not there doesn't even need to be advice but just to know that you're both or three or four or five of you are witnessing this thing together that you're not crazy like the world is crazy that's true too you know like you can just look at things together and know we're not alone this is some scary stuff, guys. Right. But anyway, what, so what we were doing was we were not looking at the news or anything like that, but we saw snippets of Castaway. Do you remember that movie? Oh, with, Tom Hanks? With Tom Hanks. How? By the way, Tom Hanks constantly working, constantly doing, it feels like whatever he wants and like flipping, being awesome at it. Yeah. So what happened was we saw the last part of the movie We had never seen the whole movie. So we saw the last part of the movie and then the movie started playing again. So we saw the beginning. beginning. I'm like, you guys, that's all we need, right? They're like, yeah, that's all we need because we didn't want the whole trauma and the devastation that most of the movie is about. So going back to what I was trying to say is sometimes it's not the friend that you think is with you through the whole time. For example, in this movie, Castaway, the Tom Hanks character, gets into a plane he ends up on a deserted island for four years and his friend is this volleyball wilson wilson so wilson carried him through and i think it was a fedex package i don't know i didn't see the whole movie yes he worked at fedex and he crashed with a whole cargo plane full of stuff Mm -hmm. and he opened he opened every single box 
and Wilson was in one of the boxes. Um. He opened, I'm sorry, he opened every single box. He left one envelope sealed and he delivers it at the end of the it movie. It wasn't an envelope, it was a package. We saw that part. Well, it was, it's like the FedEx envelope package thing. By the way, wow. It was papers. It was, it was papers? It was divorce papers, I think. Really? Then he ends up delivering to the he woman. He opened at the, it? No, he doesn't open it, but you see it. It gets opened at the end. No, we didn't see that part. Maybe it was cut because we, we were watching it on cable. We didn't have it on like the whole movie. He thing. drives in the middle of nowhere and he drops off the package at a... Um, but she wasn't there. But so she wasn't there, so he drops it off, but then she opens it later or maybe you see, find that out somewhere they did the not. Beginning. They did not leave that. Or I, in the... Well, it was not... A, oh my God, here we go. We're arguing. It was not... <laughs> we did not see that part. Okay. All you saw was that... Pa- Never mind. Whatever, man. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, folks, if I'm misquoting the movie, too, because I haven't seen that in a long time. Well, it had angel wings on it. And, and so he leaves a note and says, thank you. This package saved my life. So for those of us who are just only watching the ending, <laughs> we're like, I, okay, this package saved his life. Or it like maybe had something to do with faith. Faith? I don't know, but whatever it was, anyway, then I understood without having seen the part you just said that this was total destiny. Anywho, I'm just saying Wilson was a friend. <laughs> See, I want to talk more about the movie, but I shouldn't because I'm just going to derail the conversation. All right. A stranger rides into town. A person goes on a journey. Right. Right well, what? What about it? Well, you're the one who said everything comes to that. Yes. So how does that work? Um, I'm sorry, did not um, Tom Hanks go on a journey? <laughs> okay, I thought you were going to talk about it. Well, I was going to talk about the wings on the package. Okay, and, go ahead, go ahead. Well, that turns out to be like how he escapes because the, there's a bay and there's big tall waves and he can't get through the waves and he tries once or twice on a raft. And then he finally comes to a point where, you know, he puts a sail on the raft, but then it gets blown one way or the other way. Then he comes to a point where he realizes that he has to get past some of the waves and then deploy this sail thing, which ends up looking just similar to the wings on the package that he finally escapes the bay with. However, and this is going to shred your whole friend thing, he ends up, I believe, losing Wilson. No, I saw that. He lost Wilson. But see, that's, that's the whole point. Is just because you have a friend doesn't mean that friend is going to stick with you forever. Well, yeah, but Wilson but was there. He didn't secure him to the raft, yo. Oh, my God. Your friend is not there to take care of every detail of your life. Well, if he's a volleyball, you better see him. Oh, my God. And plus, the way when he did lose Wilson, the the that loss, the crying. Oh, my God. we I was bawling. Right. But that's very real. Yes. Well, obviously, that was real for that character. But what I'm saying is when you realize that friendship has has met its purpose and has moved on, it's devastating. Why are you looking at me like that again? Don't make me shoot video of our podcast. Anyways. All right. So are there different friends? Do we have friends for different chapters in our lives? I say yes. Right. But do you think there's one that could be there that's invisible, maybe? Invisible friends? Yeah. Like imaginary friends? There's a show coming up I've been writing about, in The Invisible Friend. Absolutely. 
and I'm, it's not the invisible you're thinking of. Like, I'm not talking about mistreating someone and not recognizing them. I'm just saying there are quiet forces at play. Well, let's not jump ahead of ourselves. So back to what we're talking about. I mean, there certainly are friends for certain chapters, for sure. I mean, I think almost everybody has had a childhood friend who's moved away or or you've moved away from them or you switched schools or you outgrew or they outgrew you. Look, I went to the dentist a few years ago, the pediatric dentist that we have. Mm -hmm. And it was in the first couple of years we had moved to this state. We were talking about friendship and he is a coast guard person and he was and i'm mentioning the coast guard situation is because he travels a lot or in his life he always moved around from Mm -hmm. place to place and so he had this theory that he shared with me because he was like how how is it living here i'm like i don't know we've we met these friends and then they turned out not to be friends at all so that was heartbreaking and i wish i had his exact words The feeling stayed in my heart and my spirit, and it helped me out. But he said, there is such a thing as a transition friend. When you move to a place, you always meet people that end up guiding you to where you need to be. And they're not the friends that will be there for you forever. He called them transition friends, something like that. Okay. I'm not sure if he actually used the word transition, but that's what he was saying is that seems to always happen and it's weird because you're like what happened how come we're not friends with them anymore or how come they're not friends with us anymore right it's like they they kind of lead you to where you need to be and so there are those kinds of friends Mm -hmm. are there friends for certain phases or aspects and and perhaps even inside of these stories that you're talking about or these arcs right and we always talk about capacity right There are friends who have the capacity to be the kind of friend that drives you to the airport. There are friends who don't have that capacity, but they have the capacity to sit with you with a cup of coffee and talk about the events of the day or the events that are happening in life. Right. Right. Which, again, that's that's an important thing, too, though. But you have to recognize that each person has their own area of expertise and that expertise changes with the tides of life. You may be the airport friend one day and the next day you're not the airport friend you don't have that capacity for the airport you have the capacity for something completely different and we have to be open to that change true and not hold a person for a particular expertise and i'm saying expertise but do you guys know what i'm saying is like you can't always go to a friend for boyfriend troubles Not always. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. You can't hold them as the boyfriend expertise or the girlfriend expertise or the friend that can handle this situation. It changes all the time. So we have to have a clear slate and not hold anyone, even our family members. I mean, I believe friends are our family members, but we can't hold any one thing on anyone. You have to be open to an unfolding story for every single person as well as for yourself. Right. Your story is always changing. Certainly, if you have a friend and they have a kid, oftentimes that means that their their bandwidth just disappears and they don't have the time or the ability or the mental acumen to, to be there, for sure. Can I just have a, an aside? So you just mentioned something. So for about three days, I took a class. It was a one-on-one class 
with this teacher. Mm-hmm. She's a mom. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. I'm a mom too. And I just assumed she could handle things the way I, I would handle things with the kids. Right. But she's not the same kind of mother that I am. But what I noticed was at the end of the three-day class period, I was so annoyed and angry on a deep level that I, I couldn't express. I was just, I felt like having a tantrum when the class was done. And I had to sit with myself and go, what is happening? Why am I feeling this way? And I kept replaying, like the class, the three-day class kept coming back to my mind. I'm like, oh my God, that's it. She was literally not present at all. She was with her Mm two-year-old. The lesson plan was very complicated. Right. And she was taking care of the house at the same time. She never stood still or sat still to have a conversation. So she was multitasking on such a hyper-aggressive level that it made me want to have a tantrum. I'm like, that's why kids have tantrums. Because nobody felt her presence. Her presence was just a, um, a, a whipping around Tasmanian devil. You know, remember that cartoon character? Right. Like, it was insane. Right. And you're at the pool saying, look at me, look at me. I'm going to do a dive. And they're not looking. I just, she was not present for any of it. Right. It was too much. And I totally forgot why we had this tangent. You were talking about what? (laughs) Anyway, just chalk it up to... Oh, I was talking about how when friends have babies, their bandwidth can deteriorate and they can't, they don't have as much energy to give because it's getting depleted. Well, there's not as much energy to give, that's for sure, but they sure don't have the energy to give if you're constantly multitasking if you want to be in 10 different places or three different places at the same time yeah there's no energy right but you have to i always think about it as focus or an area of research if you will if you think about it like that if you see life as this grand field where you come in and your area in life your focus will be I'm going to be a molecular scientist, so I'm going to study these tiny, tiny little molecules, these tiny things, right? Your focus is on that. Your focus is not on building a building or giving speeches to millions of people. Right. Your focus is on this tiny area that most people can't even see, and that's that's where your energy goes. But if you try to do everything, then you're scattered and... You're not present. Do you understand what I'm saying? But you would have all the energy in the world for that molecule. Right. We have to be open and not be so demanding. There are so many of us on the planet. There are so many different types of friends. I don't like this saying, but I'm going to say it anyway, but don't put all your eggs in one basket. We're all dealing with so much, especially these days. We're all tasked with so many things that there's no way we can handle and be a kind of a friend to everybody. And that doesn't mean have a bunch of friends and forget this one friend. It means we need to come together as a community where someone has a wheelbarrow, someone has some carrots, someone has, I don't know, some art supplies, someone has a rug, someone has a guitar, someone has made some lovely stew. If we bring all these things together, all these friends and all these contributions, 
That is community. That is family. And that's what I'm talking about. But I feel like we've totally went away from the whole story aspect. Yes, we have. But but that's just it. Have we? No, because there is a rise and fall constantly. If you look at the ocean, the tide comes in, it goes out. Sometimes there are tsunamis. Sometimes the ocean is very still and beautiful for us to swim in. And other times it's stormy. You get the falls, the rise, and everything. There are different story types, and there are different friends. I think one of the key issues that we have is that oftentimes these story kind of types that we're talking about, rags to riches, riches rags, Icarus, Oedipus, Cinderella, man in a hole, they don't generally encompass a person's entire life. They start at one point, they end at a different point, but because our lives are our lives, our lives are more like the ocean as far as rising and falling. And yes, indeed, there's a point in time that we start and a point in time that we end. So, you know, it's, but our, our lives ne- wouldn't necessarily make a great story because stories need drama and action and adventure and we can go through long periods of not a lot of stuff happening so but when you talk about friends it's like if you take a look at these kind of story types which are kind of starting and stopping somewhere in the middle of somebody's life you know you can see different friend types that exist inside of them from a wilson to you know you can almost take a look in a cinderella story i think in the disney version certainly the mice are kind of always with cinderella With Icarus, his dad is always there, and his dad is his friend. It just really depends on having an understanding that you could be right now, maybe your life, as it extends out all the way, maybe right now you're in a riches to rags aspect, which would really suck, right? But then maybe you hit quote-unquote bottom, whatever that looks like, and maybe that looks like I only have $1 million in the bank. And then you start your rags to riches part where you go from one million to one trillion, who knows? And, you know, it's a question of maybe you can define your life as those times in which you had a companion, you had, you know, be it a spouse or be it a best friend or be it a Wilson. Maybe that's one aspect that defines a chapter in your life because it gets kind of bookended. It's kind of nice. But maybe you can take a look at friends that exist inside of maybe just one chapter or maybe they extend across the entire book. And like I said, sometimes it's a force that you're not even seeing that's a friend. It could be anything. Could be anything for sure. It's the hand of fate. You mentioned that sometimes life doesn't seem that interesting and boring maybe. I wanted to disagree with you and then I remembered when I worked in L.A., I was in between photo jobs. I took a job at a photo lab. So half of the day I was in negative darkness. Back then when we had film, I was processing film. And then I would have to get out of negative darkness and go in the harsh LA sunlight and drive all these processed film Mm -hmm. to their designated photographers. Right, Right, because it was a very high-end photo lab. So like I was in traffic And I was stuck there and I remember so dissatisfied with this job and my finances and I'm like, where am I in my career? And then all of a sudden I had this thought, if this was a movie right now, my life, I would so fast forward through this. This is some boring, (laughs) unfulfilling stuff. 
and I got so depressed. And then I thought to myself, well, I got to snap out of it. So I rolled down the window and I stuck my hand out and I started to yell like, "Wee!" right. And just then a plane was because I was near LAX. Remember the bridge and you could like even the remember there's a bridge at LAX if you're on the freeway. And sometimes the airplanes are just rolling on that bridge right above you. Like with they're right there. It's really scary. So it's more about a tunnel with the runway No, it was not top. a tunnel. It was a bridge. Okay. But whatever. It doesn't matter. Anyways. So when I stuck my hand out to go woohoo, right? To mm-hmm. just change up my vibe. Right. A plane was landing or I think it was, I don't know. A plane was going over me at the right precise moment and it sprayed fuel on my hand Eek. i was like i felt wet i'm like what the? i brought my hand in and i rolled up the window and i had the stench of gasoline on me anyway talk about Blech. right like that was exciting but gosh you know maybe you should enjoy the lulls the lulls <laughs> the the boring moments in your life because you could all of a sudden have some gasoline poured on you. What was that? Do they like dump fuel? I don't have a clue. I wasn't there. Whatever. It was the jet engine. Like it was probably the nasty stuff they. And people live in that, by right. the way. But Good Lord. It's sprayed on us all the time. Anywho, I'm just saying life is always exciting, actually. That's if you pay I'm attention, I would, I would absolutely agree. And if you have an expectation, like... You know, if that part of the movie, if if that part of your life had been a movie, then I would have expected that you had dropped film off to somebody famous or somebody comes to the door and, you know, there's a weirdness to, you know, there's some kind of a weirdness to it. There's always a weirdness. It doesn't have to be a famous person. I don't have to be delivering to a Maplethorpe or... Is that what you said? I said. There could I'm be sorry. A I got trapped. I, I just got trapped. I said in. maybe they're fa- maybe you drop it off to a famous person, or maybe there's some weirdness happening at their door. So like you know maybe they're in the process. Somebody's in the process of getting kicked out, or who knows? Hello, I had gasoline sprayed on my arm. And there you go. And that it would be that might be part of the that might be part of the movie. <laughs> it was. That was my life. Anyway, so that's it. I don't know what else to say today. Other than I think you're right, though. I think every story and in this case, the key to finding friendship is a stranger rides into town or person goes on a journey. You could be a stranger going into a town. That stranger could be you even meeting your own self. A person goes on a journey. There's always a journey to be had, right? Yes. I think every I think that right there, that writing rule. What is this called again? What? It's a plot. The, the two basic plots. The two basic plots. And I think this works for friendship. Something new. A stranger rides into town. So either meet somebody new. Right. Be the new person or take a journey. That journey could be you're still stuck in your car, but all of a sudden you have a journey of like, how am I going to clean up this jet fuel off of my arm? <laughs> True. And I think it's about being open. Being open to change. Well, yeah, but if you follow these two rules, the plot rule, a stranger rides into town, a person goes on a journey. Sounds good. That's it. Anything you want to add? Nope, not a wit. Not a wit. 
No wit from Matt. Okay, I'll add a wit. I was watching Reminiscence this week. What interesting movie. What is that? It's an interesting movie, not font friendly. Futuristic and all the rest of it. But your female lead tells your male lead, she's, she's like, tell me a story. And he's like, all the stories I know end badly. And so she says, tell me a story and end it in the middle. That's what I was saying. I know. And like I said, I, I, found a, I found a something out there in the world. This is your life. You can choose. You're the director of your life. You can choose how you view the story, how you narrate it, and how you live it, and how you direct it. I mean, of course, I think there are forces out there that you're also working with, right? Yes. That's great. Did he do it? He told her a story and ended it in the middle. Good. Was it good? It was there. Well, there's an arc and there's a whole noir aspect to it and everything. But yes, the story was good. But then he ends up reliving the story all the way through every single time. And it ends, it actually, I think, ends in a decent place. No, it doesn't. But it seems to end in a decent place. <laughs> okay, I'm going to repeat it again. And we're going to sign off until we talk to you in, in the next few days. All right, everybody, we love you. Make sure you check us out, ourfriendlyworld.com. Um, there are things happening that we're working on still we're really excited about but remember a stranger rides into town a person goes on a journey we love you thank you so much we'll talk to you in a few days guys be well bye bye bye